0: welcome to the preacher dad podcast i am the preacher dad and we talk about everything from parenting to politics to preparation but we look at it from a biblical point of view we want to know what the bible says about these things so that we can effectively engage the culture it is our job it's our duty as believers to engage the culture and to raise our children and to influence the world around us, even if you don't have children, I, I think like a like a dad because I'm a, I'm a I'm a dad. I, I it's a hard time for me to uh, modify that. I can you know have, that's my perspective. Uh, but even if you don't have children, it's your responsibility to influence the world around you. So, what's the biblical point of view? And, you know, the Bible says, if a man does not work, neither shall he eat. What do I mean by that? Well, let me tell you the story. So my wife and I were doing some shopping in a nearby town. And we um, we let time get away from us a little bit. And so we wanted to get something to eat before we headed home, our drive to get home. And so, you know, we don't get a lot of opportunities to go out to eat uh, together. So we wanted to go to a nice place to sit down, enjoy a meal. Uh, we had someone to watch our seven children. We had the baby with us, but we had the other seven children were with someone and we were able to sort of take our time. But it was about 8.30 at night and we decided to go into a restaurant. I'll leave this restaurant's name out of the story, but um, let's just call this place CB. So we go to sit down at this CB, a CB restaurant, and uh, we walk in, we walk up to the hostess uh, table, hostess stand, and she says, I'm sorry, uh, we're closed. I, I, I I looked at my watch, or my phone, it said 8.35. I said, well, what time do you close? And she said, "Uh, well, we close at nine, but the kitchen, they're kind of closed. And, um, you know, we're shorthanded. I said, but it's not nine o'clock yet. It's not nine o'clock. And she said, well, you know, we're shorthanded, as you can see. So, I mean, I'm sorry, y'all. And my wife and I were just a little shocked. But I decided not to put up a stink about it because if I demanded to be set... Down. Well, then all of the staff would resent me and my family. So I imagine there would have been a couple extra loogies in the in the uh, mac and cheese there, maybe. Um, so I decided to just kind of leave it be, and we walked out. I looked at a softball coach and his his softball team. They were just leaving. Well, I thought they were coming in to sit. He said, "No, we just got done." Because you know. I know what the restaurant business is like, and I know that if you're about to seat 20 people, you may have to tell other guests, I'm sorry we cannot handle any more tonight. But this softball coach told me his team was leaving. They just finished. So that told me that the staff of the restaurant, they were interested in getting out early. They didn't want to keep the equipment up and hot, or the, the tea brewed, or the beverage dispenser full of beverage, um, all the way till nine o'clock they want to start breaking it down early. And if they accept new uh, customers to seat, they have to keep the iron hot, the, or the griddle hot, and they have to keep the oven on, and they've got to do all this stuff to make sure that they're prepared for us and they didn't want to, so they convinced the hostess to tell people we were, were closed, I'm sorry. Well, it just really kind of got under my skin, I'll tell you the truth. And, um, it, and the more I thought about it, the more it irritated me. And really, eventually I called the manager and I didn't, I didn't raise a stink or holler at all, but I said, you know, this, this happened to us the manager didn't realize that was going on. I hope somebody got in good good big trouble. But the point is that it was indicative of a lot of things in our society. And you know, there's a labor shortage in our nation. Almost every business is having a hard time finding um, workers. They're having a hard time finding people to work for them. And the reason they're struggling with that is because nobody wants to work. Nobody really wants to work hard for their living. They are used to getting things handed to them. Uh, Thank you Uncle Sam. But it's not just Uncle Sam. In many ways our society is about being entitled to food and clothing and being entitled to have all these different things. And they don't feel that they should have to work to survive. They feel that survival, not just survival, but but uh luxuries are owed to them. Many, many people in our country. And I'm not just talking about Gen Zers or millennials or the new generation like an old fuddy-duddy. I'm talking about a lot of different people across generational, cultural, uh... geographical boundaries there's a lot of people that think that things should just be handed to them and they don't want to have to work in order to accomplish anything they just want it right away I mean, you talk to a... uh, I bet you the majority of college graduates today expect that coming out of college they ought to be able to make six figures and be able to pay back their giant student loans within just a year or two and be able to have a nice apartment and a beautiful life right out of college. Because that's what I do, I went to college and I spent thousands upon thousands and thousands of dollars to purchase an education that should then qualify me for an incredible job. And I'll be 20 I'll be something with an amazing job and I'll, I'll drive this unbelievable vehicle and I'll have just this, I'll be able to indulge every selfish whim that I have and do anything I want to and go on vacation wherever I want to go all because all because I've got a college degree and it's not just college grads a lot of people just feel entitled to things and that is a problem in our country And what does the Bible say about this the Bible says if a man does not work neither shall he eat in order to eat your food, just to have food, you have to work for it. Now, there's obviously, there are situations where some people cannot work. There are disabled people, there are elderly, there are people that struggle to uh, to find a job. And I, I, I recognize that that is legitimate, and it happens at times. But there is a large chunk of people that don't work just because they don't want to work. They could work if they really wanted to. And that is a, uh, an issue that needs to be addressed in our country, and the Bible says, but the Bible makes a good, a good uh, case here that if you don't have a job, you won't eat. You have to have a job if you wanna have food on the table. And that used to be something that we understood that we took for granted in America, but we don't anymore. It's now something that is uh, considered, uh, uh, what would you say, it's considered to be a relic of a bygone era in American society that you got to work to put food on the table, and somebody in the family has got to put food on the table. Well, nowadays, you know who's putting food on the table? Uncle Sam. Good old Uncle Sam, the United States federal government and state governments are putting food on our tables. And that's why so many people bow down and worship at the altar of the federal government. And they look to the federal government to fix their problems, whether they are uh, financial problems, social problems, whether they are are cultural issues, uh, you name it. They're looking to the federal government to be the solution to things. And as believers, we need to realize that the federal government is not the solution. No matter who the president is, the federal government is not the solution to our problems. You know the solution to our problems in America? The Lord Jesus Christ. He is the solution. And if we will apply his instruction manual, I think that, you know, if you you buy a car and uh, if you buy a car you get an instruction manual with it and maybe there's sometimes you're not sure maybe something goes wrong maybe uh, there's a, a little bit of a hiccup or a problem that happens in your vehicle well you can a lot of times figure out what the problem is what does that blinking light there mean? I don't know what it means well look at the instruction manual it'll tell you and if we would operate our vehicles according to the instruction manual we would probably have a much better time the thing would run smoother and you know our, our lives not just our lives but our nation uh, our families they all run better when we use the instruction manual and we follow the instructions god has given us in his word it's just that simple but we just kind of just we want to go play golf or we want to watch the latest uh the latest movie or uh, you know we want to work on our own pet projects or our hobbies or Uh, There's any number of different things that get in the way of the Bible, but let me tell you, friends, that is the most important thing that you will do in any single day, is to sit down with your Bible, even if you read for five minutes, even if you meditate for five minutes, just sit and think about the Bible. For ten minutes, that is the most important thing you will do all day long, because it will make everything else that happens the rest of the day click. It'll make it work. It'll, it'll smooth it out. It'll give you wisdom when you're trying to parent your children. It'll give you grace when you're trying to be patient with your spouse. It'll give you courage when you need to be bold. It'll give you um, control and peace when you start to lose your temper. The Bible is the answer. Anyway, just a bit of encouragement for you today. Thank you for tuning in to the Preacher Dad podcast. I hope you'll check us out at PreacherDad.com where you can find out more information about me, about this ministry, and uh, maybe a bit of encouragement, hopefully a little entertainment maybe once in a while. And uh, I sure thank you for tuning in today. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. God bless you.